0: Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate 9-to-5-er turned top producing realtor and coach. Along the way to growing a top 1% attraction-based real estate business, I became obsessed with all things marketing systems, scaling, and social. But it wasn't always easy, and I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how to make it happen. So I created the Market Authority Show to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from Timeless Principles and today's cutting edge strategies. Here, we always keep it real and never shy away from the topics that you are dying to know more about but can never get a straight answer to. Clients, growth, family balance, failure, and how to navigate an ever-changing real estate industry are just a few of the topics that we're going to tackle together. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on and all are welcome here. So let's dive in. Hello and welcome to this live episode of the Market Authority Show. Stephanie, your host here, and I am so pumped to chat today. We have an incredible live case study today with Alex's inspiring journey. She is not your average real estate agent and you know this already if you follow her on Instagram. She is formerly an account manager and she's used to high stress situations and she is able to transfer all of those skills into the world of real estate where she has absolutely transformed her business over the last couple of years and she's here to share a little bit about how she did it we're gonna get into the secrets behind her success and how she went from a social media novice to a six-figure superstar in real estate we're talking all about personal branding modern marketing strategies and the incredible results alex has achieved along the way so if you are a new agent or an experienced real estate agent just looking to scale your business using social media trust me, you are in the right place. So let's get into all the details of Alex's path to becoming a true authority in real estate. Hey, Alex, thanks for joining me today.
1: Yes, happy to be here. Oh my gosh,
0: the pleasure is all mine. I'm I'm super pumped to chat. Um, And I have a lot that I want to get into. But for those who maybe are meeting you for the first time, can you share just a little bit about where you are and kind of how you got there?
1: Yeah, happy to. Um, so I just finished out. Uh, I guess I've been in real estate for about three and a half years now. The year is flying. I feel like I just started my year. Um so yeah, it's been a really incredible journey thus far. I did join the Market Authority after my first year, I would say. So going into yeah so i guess i've been involved since um early 2021 maybe yeah. Is this not about right um and it's been amazing i'm such a big fan and it's definitely helped my business like you mentioned um and yeah what else can i sell everybody so far
0: so you're in Denver, yeah. and when you joined real estate, tell me a little bit about like that decision-making process to get into it because there was kind of a big pivot for you at the time.
1: Yeah, so I was working in corporate America mm-hmm. um, doing my thing. I did not have a bad experience or anything like that. I had a nice, cushy job, really loved it, um, but I knew that I wanted to try something different. Real estate is something that I'd always had my eye on. Um, my mom was that mom that like dragged me as a kid to every single open house in the neighborhood and was like that one just sold for five hundred thousand. what what have you um so that kind of gave me like an eye and an interest in it um of course as with many new agents i really had very little idea of what running a real estate business really looked like um but i'd set myself a goal um by this year this time i was going to pivot from my cushy career um dive into real estate, try my hand at that and see how it went. And if it didn't go well, I, you know, had a good backup plan, but we've been rocking and rolling ever since.
0: How did that first year go? Did you, did you, I don't know if I remember exactly. Did you straight up jump into it full time
1: I did, yes. And I had um, really done some research and just heard from different, you know, people that I trusted and seemed to know what they were talking about, that doing it part-time kind of almost was more difficult. Um, So I wanted to give it my all. I made sure I had like my savings in place, for example, and could really do the best job that I could. So I would know, you know, am I really successful or am I not doing like the best possible job? Um, And I started real estate right in January of 2020. And then the pandemic hit three months later. So that was a fun experience too.
0: Oh my gosh. What was your thinking? Were you like, what have I done? And then, you know, obviously 2020 turns out not to be like the worst, like the end of real estate, but I'm, I'm yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Luckily, our market was absolutely crazy, as was a lot of the country. Um, But here in Denver, it was absolutely nuts. Um, So people were out there looking to get into their homes, luckily. The problem was I couldn't do open houses to get in front of them. So that's where I started to kind of post on Instagram as much as I possibly could, as much as I was comfortable with, which wasn't really that much. Um, and people did start to respond to my posts, reach out, ask for my help. Um, and that's how I kind of got my foot in the door my first year without um, having access to what almost every new agent does, which is open houses. Um, and I was new to Denver, so I didn't really have a huge sphere of people that I knew. So really blessed to be able to have done you know, a, a good a pretty good first year. Um, And that's where I realized how valuable social media was. I didn't particularly like doing the open houses that I did do, the few that I did. Um, I certainly was not gonna cold call or um, door knocking wouldn't be that bad, but I just saw the opportunity in social media and um, thought that with some more leadership and guidance, I could increase the momentum that I recognized early on.
0: I remember that first call that we had too. And you're like, I'm pretty sure I can do this. Like, I definitely want to lean more into social media, but I need to know how it's just going to fit in with like the rest of the business model a little bit. So when you were when you were building in, I don't know that I realized that you had such a small sphere starting out. Did you use social media just to bring in leads or were you also using it to like network and meet with other professionals too at the time?
1: Definitely network. Um And I I am, I do live in a place where people are very out and about. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, especially during 2020, uh, people were kind of craving a little bit more connection. So it was pretty um, helpful and I don't want to say easy, but natural maybe to be making friendships in my DM box on, on the photos that I was posting. And then those friendships would Oftentimes translate to a client, and I was like, "Wait a minute, there's something here." <laughs> um, yeah, so so that that was what I was doing, mostly just creating an online network and community for myself, and then trying to leverage that.
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So when you when you started thinking, okay, I need that guidance. I need a little bit more <laughs> leadership, just in the execution of this and like the the big vision of it. Um, what specific challenges were you trying to overcome at the time? Or is it a little bit more like, I'm just getting into that place where I don't know what I don't know. And I just need a a more clear plan.
1: Yeah, Um, I knew that I'd basically hit the goal for my first year but had no idea it was kind of just you know throwing pasta at the wall <laughs> um, which you have to usually do as a new real estate agent and so I didn't really know what the next steps were to building the business scaling growing being the best that I could for my clients and um, I'm sure everybody knows and you can speak to this too like real estate is a very isolating career maybe unless you jump straight into a team which I did not do I've never been on On a team. Um, So I just knew, and I knew that I wanted to um, invest in growth. Um, You know, people have gone down the path before me. I don't need to figure it all out on my own. Um, So I, again, like set a date and a goal and a budget. And I was like, Stephanie Lugo is it. Market Authority is the like platform, what the authority, the training for me, how would I, all the things yeah. that you provide. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, and I remember that
0: first caller is like, Oh, we're going to get along great. Like this is going to be perfect for you. Yeah. Is yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I know that you have done or do a lot on social media. Um, so, you know, it clearly can be done and, um, can be done in a larger scalable way, which I don't think a lot of people recognize early on, especially.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things too, where it's just business has changed. So, and I wonder if you, and if you, if you kind of see this too, just in your journey, mm-hmm. Business has changed so much in the last 10 years when it comes to how real estate businesses are are conducted. Mm-hmm. And if you even talk to some, some agents who have been in it for like 10, 20, 30 years, they're like, Oh, I got you. I've got all the experience. But the fact of the matter is a lot of times they don't really remember what they did to get started. And the challenges that they faced are so different from today. And especially with you getting in right before the pandemic and in the digital landscape, as there's this giant shift of consumer attention at the time, Mm -hmm. like even in the last couple of years, a lot of this has changed. Yeah. And so how are you feeling now on the other side of it a couple years Mm -hmm. in? What are some like big aha moments or just like wins that you're really excited to be living through now?
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that, you know, you hit the nail on the head, like the landscape of building a real estate career and generating your leads and staying in front of your clients has definitely changed and transformed since those people have been in the business, you know, be it 10, 15 uh, years. So and the consumer has changed, too. And I feel like people are in one part so autonomous like they are googling online they are watching youtube they are watching real estate tiktoks for goodness sake um which never would have thought that platform would educate people but it does and so does instagram and so does facebook um so and i think that that is really unique and new um and something that people can capitalize on, of course. Um, But I think the consumer, too, is and you speak to this in the market authority show like they want to work with someone that they know, like, and trust um, someone similar to them that they feel has their best interest um, at heart probably lives the same or relatively similar lifestyle as them or that they aspire to be Whether they want to move the needle of their lifestyle. So I think that, you know, the opportunity in social media is um, to really not only, just show real estate, but show your personal brand. And I know that's what the Market Authority Academy um, focuses on quite a bit and taught me to do. Like people want to see that they do respond well to that. It does translate really well into business. Um, And so, yeah, it definitely, I would say looks different than it did probably even a few years ago.
0: Well, what you've done that I love is you mentioned personal brand you have an incredible personal brand and being an, like, even if I was on the outside looking in, especially when it comes to Instagram, social media in general, I see what you've done and what you kind of put out there and everything that you put out there on Instagram is so high quality. Like, I just want to acknowledge you for that because Thank it's you. super fun. And even if I wasn't interested in real estate, it would be easy to follow you. And you, you kind of have that like magnetic Um, just brand on there that you've done really well with. So can you share a little bit about that and like, is it natural? Like, is it? Did it just like come across easily? Or tell me a little bit about like what pieces you kind of leaned into to cultivate that? Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. I think the pieces that were a little bit more challenging for me, like I was just speaking about, were putting myself out there a little bit, like realizing. Um, I think every single new agent we all say, I don't want to annoy people, right. um, and like you're not annoying anybody. You're just doing your job and helping. It's not their job to reach out to you. It's you your job to stay in front, top of mind, follow up, all that good stuff. Um, so that piece on social media was definitely a little harder for me. Um, making a brand was something that I, um, actually had fun doing. Um, that part wasn't as challenging for me, um, so the, the imagery and just showing people what I like, you know, the pretty houses, because mm-hmm. like everyone likes to look at Zillow just about, everyone loves HGTV. So my goal was really to kind of make my Instagram a behind the scenes and, and an aesthetically pleasing, um, almost channel for people to tune into, and then also incorporate Which was, again, the harder part that I learned a little bit more how to do throughout my time so far in market authority, incorporate more education, incorporate more follow up, incorporate more systems. Um, But I did start with the personal branding and making sure that when people looked at my page, um, they got a taste of who I am as a person, who my business is, how I treat my clients, who I represent, and how I represent them, yeah. um, and that was that was my focus to translate into my branding as much oh, as I could.
0: I think I think it totally picks up. And if you're watching this, it's hello Alex Ray, is that <laughs> right on Instagram? <laughs> Definitely check out Alex's Instagram. So like when I see it, I see refined, I see um, almost like that bespoke very individualized service kind of feel from it. That's like mm-hmm. the vibes that I get. I know I also get major cool girl vibes. <laughs> Gisela, Gisella, Gisella, our um our marketing assistant, she and I will like see some of your posts every now and then we're like,
1: oh, where'd you get that hat? <laughs> <laughs> But i do like all the links. I love a good deal because I want to spend that money on real estate. Well um, I love
0: I love that that's so approachable, right? So like that that really approachable friendly personality comes yeah. through too. Like it's a great mash. But then, Mm -hmm. but then you also have the the challenge of say like that's really great surface level stuff. Mm -hmm. And then what you touched on is you got to go a little bit deeper. So tell me a little bit about that process of identifying the ideal client and understanding how to educate them. How did you do that?
1: Walk Um, through a little
0: bit about how you did that. mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I suppose like how to connect with people is, and that's again kind of just like a trial and error thing. Mm -hmm. And but a lot of the while a lot of the trial and error, my first year was just on my own. Then I got to implement the tips, tricks, strategies, knowledge that market authority gave me and see like, okay, that, you know, people in my market are resonating with that. Um, Like you show so much of your life behind the scenes and how you balance that. And I think people really recognize that. And I found, so when I started out, I was working with a lot of, um, single women purchasing um which i loved and at the time i was a single woman um so that was kind of my target audience people that i guess related to me best um and now my life has kind of shifted i've gotten engaged like have my own home, have two fur babies, um, hoping to have a bigger family at some point. And so now I've started working with more um, young families getting into the market. So I feel like my clients are kind of following along with me, growing with me, which is great. Um, And that was kind of almost a little bit of a happy accident from just posting as, you know, we're, instructed to do and know is valuable. Just, you know, where, what, what's happening in my life, what I'm doing, um, what's going on in the market business wise. And then the people naturally came, I would say, started to tune in. Yeah. How long do people tend to follow
0: you before they reach out? Do you have a pulse on that? That's a good question. I should know that.
1: Um, usually, I guess if I really think through it, usually when they start to follow me or I start to follow them, I either they make the connection pretty quickly, like, oh, I love your the house you just posted. Mm-hmm. Great. Conversation has started. Or I'll do the same back to them in the DMs, like, oh my gosh, I saw you just did this hike. Um, that's one of my favorites. Done. And then I just leave it. And then um, I think doing a lot of, and I should do more of this, mm-hmm. It's like my constant more and more got to do more. Um, I think doing like polls and I do use Instagram. I should preface. I do use Instagram as my main platform. Um, I haven't really dived into YouTube, for example, um, and some of the other opportunities, but Instagram has been serving me really well. Um, You know, doing the polls, getting people engaged again, um, really making it almost entertaining and then yeah, the education in there. So usually start off with some initial conversation, just kind of let it let it be for a bit. And then try and up the engagement from them naturally comment back and forth in the DMs. Like, like you said, you do the what is the um, ratio The 10, 10, 5? 10, 10, 10, <laughs> yes. Um, you know, that works really well. And then I, then I try and funnel those people or filter them into either a direct buyer seller consult or a first time home buyer house hacking class. So
0: okay. if, that was the other thing that I wondered is that. So tell me a little bit about those offers or I'd love to hear how you're doing that.
1: Yeah. So I do about four to six classes per year. Um, and it is a lot of my sphere, but the sphere is being developed through social media and people following me making those connections and then you know we've chatted a little bit about um dogs hike a pretty house then they feel more comfortable either you know hey we're we're getting ready to plan our purchase or our sale we'd love to sit down with you um or I ask them if they would like to do that, if I kind of sense that they might be in that place in their life. Or if I sense that, you know, they're like, oh, I would love to purchase my own place, but just not sure when or how, then they go into the, well, let's let's get you into one of the four classes, like non, you know, non-committal, just education, just having a good time, learning um, all the things that. People don't learn about in school in terms of real estate. Um, and then those people usually convert to a client and usually within the next year.
0: That is so cool. Are you doing those virtually or in person or both?
1: Yeah, I'm a big in person gal. So I do them all in person. I did a couple in. Um, the beginning years because you had to Mm -hmm. um, virtually and I did some client consultations virtually and to be honest like I didn't really get those clients I have a much better conversion rate in person I've learned so that's my goal um, is always to get um, in front of people and make that connection face-to-face as much as possible Um, I also run a Facebook group I don't know if that would be a good thing to talk about yeah yeah Okay. Say more. um, So Instagram is my main like business platform. And then I started um, basically when I started real estate, a Facebook page called ladies love Denver. Um, And it takes a little bit to grow. Like it does. And it takes effort. Like I am organizing happy hours, hikes. Um, But now the network is, probably we've got about 600 girls in it so far and it's a really organic way to um get people get in front of people like when I do a hike and I meet um maybe there's like six girls that I know that have been to them before and like six new girls um one or two of them in that six usually mention something about home ownership um they just moved here they're looking to buy, what have you. And then one of the other six probably already bought with me and they're like, well, Alex can help you. Um, And then, you know, I've met those people. We had a great time. I probably, I didn't have to pitch anything to them. And then when I do post the classes, which I post on Instagram and my Facebook group, then those people feel comfortable to step up and join. And um, that's, that's been working really well, kind of like a full full circle.
0: I love that. So so let's kind of like take a step back because there's, there's a lot of moving pieces here, but they work really well together. So I would say probably top of the funnel, like first impression is Instagram as you're just kind of growing that audience. And then you're able to kind of send some people over to the Facebook group if they really kind of fit into that niche and mm-hmm. maybe if they're more interested in the lifestyle aspect of just where you live. And then as you continue nurturing those relationships and engaging authentically, you have a couple of offers to bring them down that sales funnel, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So the classes are a great first introduction, or if they're like really ready to make a move, like they're determined to buy or sell, you have that ability just to like book that appointment right there. Is so mm-hmm. that kind of how I'm, how I'm seeing that? Yes. Happen.
1: Yes. And it works the opposite direction too, because a lot of people that join my Facebook group don't aren't on my Instagram Mm -hmm. Um, and then they'll come to an event. We'll get to know each other a little bit. Then they'll follow me on Instagram. Then they'll see all the real estate content. Then they'll either join the class or reach out or comment on, on something. Um, And so, yeah, so it works. It kind of helps back and forth um, create a really good community and network.
0: So you almost like don't even need to add anything else on top of that. You could add on YouTube on top of that, Mm -hmm. but you're doing you're doing kind of the same thing just by expanding your second audience on Facebook. Is that Facebook group growing organically now? Like do people just kind of find it at this point?
1: Um, yes and no people do like the girls in the group do send it out like, Oh, um, and I'm in a lot of Facebook groups. Okay. And I know that people really struggle to um, run them. I'm not, it's definitely, you know, it is another um not job it's not that difficult but you do have to put in you know i'm calling restaurants who can who can accommodate 15 people and split all the checks <laughs> <laughs> right no, no define that like restaurant i can hold all of us um all of the question. you know getting 15 girls and i should also mention too like i'm very um female oriented i'm a girl's girl so that just works out. And then, and then, you know, if, if they're married or whatnot, like then I meet the whole family. Um, but it usually starts And my community is all women and that's how I like it. Um, so that, that's, I guess my niche maybe. Um, and so, yeah, so the Facebook group definitely takes work. I know a lot of the ones that I'm in like trickle off, they don't get good um, attendance. So it takes like, you have to, put your effort into it to get something out of it. For sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And so I answered the question.
0: Oh, no, you did. You, that's perfect. Um, I'm, I'm loving this, by the way. <laughs> um, and, and if you are listening to in the comments, let us know if you're loving this conversation To Alex, you're so well-spoken. This is really helpful. Definitely make sure to follow Alex um, on Instagram at helloalexray if you want to just kind of see a little bit more of what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I would want to know is two things. One thing I want to do is point out you're very authentic in how you're thinking this through. It's like, I'm a girl's girl. This is just what works for me. You've taken the time to kind of lean into what you know feels good and feels mm-hmm. just organic and natural. Um, and that's a lot about what we, we talk about in market authority. Mm-hmm. That's like the, the whole aspect of branding is like, don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Yeah. You just need to figure out a little bit about what feels good to you mm-hmm. and then lean into that. That's one important kind of strategy or system that we, that we talk about. Can you share some other systems that have worked really well to help you manage all of these moving pieces, just maybe from the market authority or yeah. other things you've come up with along the way?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I Huge thing that I've taken away from the Market Authority Academy, too, is investing in the right places and that, you know, most of us, I think most of us are probably um, solo agents, I would assume I could be wrong, though. Um, and you know we only have so much bandwidth, right? Yeah. So creating those back office systems, the tracking—that is not my specialty. Um, <laughs> so thank goodness for we your spreadsheets. That is literally what I use. Um, and I'm still taking the steps to you know invest in um, different resources to help me, um, but definitely. Sorry, that should be on silent. That's okay. Um, Definitely, that's something, that's a huge takeaway from the Market Authority Academy. Um, The personal branding, the power of leveraging social media, which is a free platform, Mm -hmm. by the way, we all know, um, free marketing, and then also creating a business that has um, systems, processes behind it because otherwise i mean you've spoken to this quite a few times like you're not going to be able to scale and continue and grow your business if for example um you have no idea where your leads are coming from you're not tracking your conversion you're not um probably even doing your expenses that's a helpful one so i really appreciate that um maa incorporates that portion, because I'm definitely not the best at running a business, and that's what we're all doing—running businesses.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Like, it's it's funny because we—it does take a lot of time and attention um, to and build. The most fun thing to do. <laughs> I know, right? It's, and and it takes a lot to like build these things in, but then like it, it doesn't matter. One thing that I think about a lot is if you can't convert mm-hmm. leads. Right. Or if you don't, if you can't make the most of every opportunity once you get them, then all of that work that you've done on the front end isn't, isn't like you said, a business. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like at this point you have those systems dialed in enough to where you see a life where you're not dialed in a thousand percent of the time? Like you can kind of go on vacation and not worry about the whole thing burning down. And you tell know, me a
1: little bit about that. I'm in process, I would say, I'm getting to a better spot. um do have more things to do because again that's not my specialty um and i probably would have nothing in place without the market authority academy um but yes so the other part of that too was like investing okay i can only create so much marketing content while following up with people so i do you know i have a transaction coordinator Love her. Um, Mm -hmm. I have a marketing gal that just kind of helps me um, one off. So now I mentioned like making those phone calls to restaurants posting the events. She has my Facebook account now and she goes in as me um, and posts the events for me now. Um, so that saves me a lot of time. Um, so that's part of, you know, the layers of the business that are that I'm trying to build in so that I can have um, a life. Cause yes, I've written an offer on every vacation I've been on since sure. being in real estate. And I would love to not do that forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I'm still in process, but it's definitely definitely... definitely, um, you know, I'd say in the right direction and getting to a pretty good place. I love that.
0: What do you see? What, what do you see in the future? Like what's next? If you could look at where you are now and really appreciate some of these things that are coming to fruition for you now, where do you want that to take you in the next like three to five years? Would you say?
1: Yeah. I mean, I would love to continue growing my business. And again, that takes like the support behind, Mm -hmm. um, because you can only, talk to so many leads you can only show so many houses um so what happens when you start to get i mean the dream the goal so many leads that you can't keep up with them Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of my goal is to like make free up more of my time through um leveraging other you know people that are good at like transaction coordinators marketing um systems so that i can do what um I like doing the most and is probably best for my business is being out there growing my community, um, treating my clients, you know, following up with all of them and building more, getting more leads essentially. So yeah. that that's, I, I just want to continue to scale, grow, have the business set up well behind me in order to do that. Um, and yeah, so that's the, that's the next, the plan.
0: I love it. So if you are kind of in a similar boat as Alex and you're listening to this and you're like, dang it, that's kind of where I'm at too. That's where I need to go. I need help with those systems. Um, Gisela, our, our uh, head of content, just dropped a link in the comments where you can book a call to learn more about the Market Authority Academy. Check out the show notes for those um, for that link as well. When it comes to, um, I want to I cover a few things and I want to be a good steward of your time. I feel like this conversation could go for hours, but I want to make sure that that we get you to where you need to be because I'm sure you got a busy day. A um, couple questions to follow up with: Can we talk numbers and GCI, that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Walk me through those three years and like where you're wanting to be in year four.
1: Yeah. Um, so my first year, 2020, I did seven transactions. Um and I think my GCI was I don't know my GCI actually, but I remember my take home was very, very low. And you know, starting out to the brokerages do take a bigger percentage. Um, so that definitely, and I was at a lower price point. Year two, I actually only closed nine transactions. Um, so only two more than my first year, but my um GCI doubled. Um, from the per- first year because my price point was higher. And then my third year, I was able to do 18 transactions, 200,000 in GCI. Um, so doubled it again, I would say. Is so that super exciting? Yeah, it wow. is but it's stressful because then you just want to do it again.
0: (laughs) I know. Right. So, so I want to point out what you mentioned is super cool. So from year one to two, you, you doubled your GCI. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's really interesting. Did you do that by design or is that just kind of how things shook out that year?
1: Yeah, it just kind of happened as a happy accident. Um, and probably to like my clients growing with me because I did have more, um, people who dual income, I would say does help in real estate. Um, So working with more, more people um, that had higher budgets, which I think you've mentioned too, you know, you guys did a pivot where you wanted to start marketing to a different, um, audience. Um, so I think that can be huge. So it really was, um, upping the price point, um, with just my clients growing, kind of growing with me, I would say. That is a
0: strategic move, right? Like, because that's scalability it's being able to not really change the amount of output like that's you're not changing the number of transactions but still being able to like double Mm -hmm. your income just by making a shift to ideal client makes a lot of sense and maybe you didn't even change the ideal client a lot because you're still kind of focusing on connecting with maybe the female counterpart or just like making that first introduction and they just happen to also be like a professional and married to a professional or Right. So mm-hmm. so a lot of times it's not like huge shifts, which I this is the stuff that I totally geek out over. Where I'm like, oh, look at all these little numbers where if mm-hmm. you just make tiny little adjustments, you can see really, really big trickle effects from that. When you are looking into like the next phase of your business, are you looking to maintain or grow or what does that next goal look like for you?
1: Yeah. So I really would love to stay a little bit in my roots of helping females uh, women buy um, real estate and continue to invest and I am starting to have a pretty good um, network of women that are professionals are still purchasing homes on their own are looking to get investment properties um, I personally am getting ready to buy my first investment property like on my own I'm very um, focused on that, um, as like a goal for me. Um, so I think that that's a really good way for the, to keep, keep, you know, my roots going. Cause I never, I never want to, I really never want to be the agent that almost excludes anybody, as much as like i would i would love to sell luxury properties but i also love first time home buyers mm-hmm. um, so i'd love to get to a place where i can do both and maybe maybe that is having a team where you know if i'm generating the leads um, i'm working at the long with the long standing clients at the higher p- price points but we're still as a team offering um, classes for women, how to buy their first home, how to invest after they've gotten their first home um, to cover both of those aspects. I love that. That's what I'd like to do. That is so cool, Alex. That's really
0: neat. That's a neat mission. um, And I think that there's a lot of ways that you can still fulfill on that. And it is the systems, right? Because part of that is just making sure that as you do grow a team, if that's the direction that you go to fulfill that, you make sure everybody's like really dialed in, they know the process, they know what it needs to look like to, to provide the experience that you expect.
1: Yeah. yeah, and that's why it's so important for me to be dialed in and my business to be dialed in before even getting to that phase.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's one one challenge that I see a lot of agents do, or, or maybe, maybe a mistake is mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Maybe that's like too harsh, but they go a little too soon without having those things. And then their own business tanks. Mm -hmm. Not a good look.
1: Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Not trying to tank the business. No,
0: (laughs) this has been so much fun. Um, if you could just share, maybe if if someone's listening to this and like, yes, this sounds like me, this is oh, Oh my gosh. So much what I, what I want for my business, for those who might be on the fence of looking into the market authority Academy, taking these strategies in and making them their own can you share a little bit like what you might have said to them if they're on the fence
1: yeah so i remember someone said to me and it's a very young successful person self-made a long time ago told me you know you have to spend money to make money and like the light bulbs just went off and and not that I go out and spend a ton of money, I actually love to not spend money, but it's investing in the right um, tools, coaching, programs um, that's really going to pay off in the end. And so that's what I did with the Marketing Authority Academy. I was very strategic, you know, I was only going to get one um, coach and network and i was gonna pick the one that most aligned with me which is my record authority academy where i wanted to take my business um and you know dove in into that investment um and it has you know exponentially paid off which is the goal right mm-hmm. um so yeah do it i love it Thank if you're you. on plans, do it
0: <laughs> the link to book a call and learn more about MAA is in the comments and in the show notes of this recording. If you're listening to us later, um, I want to just acknowledge you, Alex. Um, I I'm huge, obviously huge fan of what you're doing. Love working with you. Um, and I want to be aligned with agents who are like you, where you're just, you understand what you like, what works for you. And you're unapologetically building that in the vision that you see is going to work best for you. Um, I think it's really hard for for real estate agents to kind of like blaze their own trail in that way mm-hmm. um, sometimes, because so often, as you say, it, it is isolating and it's really hard to figure out like what is authentically me when it is such a relationship business? Yeah. How do we, how does that actually need to look for what I have in my mind? How do we take that out and create it? And I think that you've been really intentional about doing that. And it's just a really great example for anyone who's listening to kind of follow along. So yeah, um, again, if you're listening to this, definitely follow Alex on her journey on Instagram. Um, And I just I really want to thank you for being so generous with your story and your time here with us today.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. It's been great. And yeah, it's been so impactful to my business. So thank you very much, Stephanie. And I look forward to watching your journey and your cute boys more.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. Well, thank you so much um, for joining me. And there's tons of comments in there um, from people who are listening and loving this as well. So I really appreciate those who joined live with us today. But I hope if you want to go back and listen to the recording, this will all be up as well. Um, Alex, it was really a pleasure. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. High five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to themarketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.